curse of Bodhi. And it starts with an epigraph, which I'll read here. Please find enclosed one weather-beaten old shoe. The shoe was removed from Bodhi during the month of August 1978. My trail of misfortune is so long and depressing, it can't be listed here. Anonymous curse letter sent to the Bodhi State Historic Park. Bodhi is the first ghost town I've met that makes people want to visit it. They'll pay to cross an ocean just to press their faces to its fissured windows and take in century-soiled sheets no body will rise from again. The beds in Bodhi continue to be made, priceless by disuse as I wander its streets with a childhood friend. She poses now before brothels and chapels, evacuated of howls and hymns and sins of every sort, while I snap up the faces she makes, as if for me. The wind is up, the sun too. I wind the film for another exposure as I rise, on tiptoe to glimpse a bottle kept from emptiness by a sip's worth of whiskey. She whispers, I bet you anything some employee steals inside the house at night to fill it up. And I nod, feeling she's right whether it is the bottle or the house. Sure, time is telling its finest lies in Bodhi, where saloon girls still croon from the other side, and the shiver of dry grass makes you think of a record dark and grooved slipping from its sleeve. So our steps drive rusty nails a touch deeper into the dirt as we pass a leaning shed. So the mortuary still stands up and for a form of closure the rest of Bodhi won't obey the scent those bodies must have made in the summer, in the summer. We look through another window to find yet another window carved in the lid of some little kid's coffin and start to doubt if dying can even cure one of her fears. In the museum shop, we bend over letters that bemoan failed kidneys and jobs and vows each scrawled trial accompanied by a fragment of Bodhi bent on getting back at its holder just to get back to Bodhi, where debt's the only duty you're expected to perform, arrested Decay is the state Bodhi claims to live in, if any place can be said to live, to claim. I eye the oxidizing can lids littering the ground, begging to be held, but trust the curse letters to be true, because I get no coin is worth a fish hook embedded in the eye, nor an unearthed nail the only life I'll ever get. But how is it possible to be in Bodhi and not Spirit away some bit of it as you go. Or maybe being here is how the curse begins. I lower myself to the ground to examine a mouse recently cured of Bodhi, drying in the sun, its hide, an outgrown coat, its bones just won't quit wearing. If we're still virgins in two years, my friend once mused as we sprawled on her double bed lamenting the vastness of our innocence, we could lose it to each other. Like a child, I prod what rots and can't help it. 
ants crawl from the mouse and I start to linger over the particles of Bodhi clinging to the soles and tongues of our boots thinking this thin film might delete us from the world of sunlight and luck. I don't like that my name is a place I haven't been to, I state to my friend after reading about William S. Bodie, who never even lived in this lawless town named after him some story of perishing in the snow, and I know somehow it's always been Bodie in our cards, not fields of Devon violets, but hills filled with gold destined to be traded for bones dressed in yesterday's best. In Bodie, population zero, you close your eyes to revive the flames that drove miners and dancers and ministers from their muslin curtains and firewater, their harmonicas and pocket watches that forced them to set these scenes we dismantle with our aimless coming and going. To be here is to rehearse disappearance, or to be here is to disappear. We enter a saloon on whose dusty windows drawn, goodbye, God. I'm going to Bodhi, and for one second I feel the suffering of the dead is more real than the suffering of the living. My friend begins to braid her long red hair, and a mark looks back at me, her earlobe pierced some years ago with gold, its aperture now traded for a comma-sized shadow. It feels a little wrong. We've only crossed one state line to get here in the weather, was prime the road clear of snow, likewise wrong that we claim, as we brush Bodhi from our boots not to fathom, what possessed so many guests to hold under their cursed stones, nails, globes, jewel flowers, shards of glass, mattress springs, a piano once, for years, on end as if the punishment were what they were after, and not the memory of the world without them in it. I hold... My breath as I walk Bodhi's streets, unaware of a frail wire in my childhood, home even now being taken into the mouth of some small animal, unaware the only parts to survive the heat will be the hearth and the bathtub, that place where my body was first, held too close this head and heart, held underwater like sinners or sieves left to warp, but stay recognizable in that other Ghost town I know, no one pays to enter or explore until it burns. So badly I remember, the emptiness I hold will never belong to me.